G'day folks, welcome or welcome back. Thanks for joining me for another My Guest List Pod Review Show, the companion to my main interview show that I do every other week. I'm Darren and I'll be your host as we take a look at another podcast I enjoy or that has piqued my interest of late. Remember, if you would like to contact me, you can get in touch by email, Facebook, Instagram or Twitter, all at My Guest List Pod. Please subscribe, rate and review where you can or just tell someone about my show that you think might be interested. I'm also thinking of starting a Discord server where I can offer up further podcast suggestions and talk to listeners. Let me know if you think this is a worthwhile move and something you would be interested in. Today's offering is a show that needs no help from me to get noticed. I found this show back in about 2012. However, the show has been around since 2006 and has garnered a huge audience from all over the world. And if for nothing else, that longevity stands testament to the consistent quality of the show that they offer up each week. So, Do you like the paranormal, the strange, the unexplained? Then you're in luck, as Mysterious Universe is a show that explores the possible and the improbable in a fun and entertaining manner. In their words from their website, Mysterious Universe brings you the latest news and podcasts covering the strange, extraordinary, weird, wonderful and everything in between. We strive to maintain a balance of healthy skepticism and entertainment while never losing our sense of humour. And in my eyes, that's exactly what you get. Ben and Aaron, the hosts of the show, are a couple of Aussie guys who like nothing better than diving into the world of the esoteric and strange, but don't take things too seriously. The show is usually Ben and Aaron talking between each other, discussing the question of the day and exploring the vagaries of each morsel of evidence or testimony. Ben starts the show by introducing the topics for each episode, and this is where the fun begins. Ben has a knack for introducing the topics in a way that makes sure you will want to stick around and hear more. Take a listen and you will understand what I mean. Welcome to Mysterious Universe, Season 24, Episode 7. Coming up on this show, we've got 1963, Britain's Year of Evil, when the Galactic Council requisitions your physical vessel, and psychic cheeseometry. I'm Benjamin Grundy, joining me is Aaron Wright. I thought we were going to go with Cheddomancy, but cheeseometry works as well. Tyromancy is the official term. <laughs> no, the reason why you know that is because for years, as long as I've been doing this show with you, you've been hanging out for a good cheese psychometry I just story. Want, I just want a cheesemancer story. I just want a good Tyromancy romp. Coming up on the show, we've got the Room Between Realms, the Premonitions Bureau, and proof Noah's Ark had jet skis and a helipad. I'm Benjamin Grundy. Joining me is Aaron Wright. Is this some new age theory about what really happened no, through that Bible story? This is hard science. Because when you coming up on the show, we've got the deadly thunderstones, interstellar synchro boxes, and dissolving on the highway. I'm Benjamin Grundy. Joining me is Aaron Wright. What's this odd honey lemon concoction that you've made? Recommended by my acupuncturist. Coming up on the show, we've got the Essence Harvesters, the search for Friendship Island, and getting shipwrecked on LSD while searching for that island. Coming up on the show, we've got Doppelganger Bibliomancy, Electrical Fluid Phantasms, and why your Reiki master recommends you avoid Uber. I'm Benjamin Grundy. Joining me is Aaron Wright. 
Coming up on the show, we've got the Hand of Draugen, the Amazonian Hive Mind, and the Time Travelling Snake Matrix. I'm Benjamin Grundy. Joining me is Aaron Wright. I like it that we've reached a point where you can say Time Travelling Snake Matrix, and I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah. Tell me more. Fair enough. Yep. Uh, didn't we do that last week? <laughs> Coming up on the show, we've got Auric Cocaine Addiction, Dissolving in the Holographic Reality, and the Pendulous Spirit Breasts of Distraction. I'm Benjamin Grundy. Joining me is Aaron Rice. We just redid this intro and you spent a few minutes there just typing away. I'm like, why are you typing? Okay, there's a story towards the end of my segment. I'm doing the work of Wilson Van Dusen today. And one of his patients, because he was a psychologist, one of his patients was complaining about this possessing entity, this woman that would talk in his mind and badger him and was constantly with him, like this possessing spirit. And it got to the point where he started to see her overlapping his body. And oh. he came to Dr. Van Dusen one day and he's like, Doc, you got to do something about these breasts. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he wasn't Did totally... He have breasts? He wasn't insane. Like, he, he realised no one else could see them except him. And he, he admitted that to the doctor. He's like, I know this is some kind of weird hallucination and I realised I don't really physically have breasts. But he's like, to me, I can see them. And he started to complain because they were getting in the way at work. Like he would look down at his spreadsheet or his papers he was working on. And there were just these big pendulous breasts in the way. And he just found it very distracting. Everywhere he looked, he just saw these breasts attached to him. And so the whole uh, resolution of that was a very kind of... A psychic mastectomy? (laughs) It was like a, a psychic... To delve into his uh, innermost mind to find out the root cause of the, the different breasts and what they meant. What you said there is actually more poignant than you realise, though. The fact that he wandered in and said, I know that no one else can see them. Yeah. When we get into some of the work that I'm going to be doing today, which is from Michael Talbot's The Holographic Universe, that guy was actually running a risk of actually manifesting that in physical reality. What? Depending on how far it went, he actually may <laughs> what, have what? developed breasts. As you just heard, they don't mind having a laugh at the more out there topics, what they like to call woo-woo or hot chaff. But for a couple of guys with science-based backgrounds, they are very open-minded. The research is always extensive and the dynamic between the two is natural and entertaining. Even the episodes with the more improbable topics always seem to be just as well researched and presented as any of the more plausible stories. And where they can... They give you their ideas on what they think is the real answer or situation. However, my favourite episodes are often the ones where the boys have a guest on to interview. Both hosts are fantastic interviewers and make the guests feel comfortable with their informal manner, witty repartee and genuine interest in what the guest has to say. The episode featuring David Polites and the Missing 411 documentary is one that stands out for me. However, more recently, the guys interviewed James Fox about his new movie, The Phenomenon, and it was a great show. Take a listen to an excerpt from that episode. And director James Fox joins us to discuss his new film, The Phenomenon. I'm Benjamin Grundy. Joining me is Aaron Wright. I'm really happy that we're finally talking about this documentary, Ben, because it's been so well done in presenting The Phenomenon and the cover-up that continues that I think it's just something that really has to get out there. Well, so many people were messaging us and tweeting at us, letting us know that we had to talk about this film. It was getting a a bit tiresome, actually, (laughs) to constantly hear about it. But I can see why after watching it, because, you know, this new film really does set a new standard for credibility. Yes, absolutely. Especially if you, if you look at the people that are involved, if you look at the individuals that have uh, have gone on the record, 
uh, for this film, you've got, of course, Harry Reid yeah. talking about the top secret uh, Pentagon UFO research program. You've got uh, President Clinton. You've got Dr. Jacques Vallée, uh, uh, astronauts, NASA astronauts. Military men. You know, DIA guys, uh, former Navy, former Air Force. Just an incredible selection of, again, high-credibility individuals focusing on high-credibility cases. But he also doesn't leave anything out. You know, James doesn't pull any punches with this documentary. Let's not waste any time. Let's just go straight into it. This is James Fox. He's the director of the new film, The Phenomenon. It's available now at thephenomenonfilm.com. We hope you enjoy the interview. Now, we're welcoming to the show James Fox. He's the director of the new film, The Phenomenon. Welcome to the show, James. Thanks for joining us. Real pleasure to be on. I've heard wonderful things about your podcast. Oh, thank you. Well, we had to have you on because we haven't heard the end of The they Phenomenon. They wouldn't shut up. Our, like, get him on, fans, get him on. <laughs> just endless messages about The Phenomenon. But we can see why now after watching the documentary. I mean, we have to say congratulations. It's just incredible. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I, I'm sure that Westall has something to do with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah that does come up a little bit. We, we will talk about that. We really love the nod to the Australian uh, phenomenon specifically. But tell us a little bit about yourself, James. I know this isn't your first film uh, on UFOs as well. Tell us about how you, you got into directing. Tell us a little bit about your career and and more specifically, why the UFO phenomenon? Where did your interest come from? That's a very good question. So my father, who's British, I was born in England myself. He was a, a mainstream journalist and he was stricken with multiple sclerosis when I was quite young. And he lost the use of his legs and eventually the use of his arms. Where they wanted to capture these things, look for patterns, putting lots and lots of money in, involved. And that was an underground and they were analyzing apparently metal stuff at, at Battelle Laboratories, and that was v- uh, totally unknown and totally underground mm. and, and paralleling the public effort of Project Blue Book. Yeah, and we see uh, Valet ask this question of who are these people and what information do they have? Yeah, and we probably still don't know that today. I mean, that's, that's why, you know, on the front page of the New York Times in 2017, you got this ATIP project, uh, the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program that was revealed you know, it didn't really, I mean, it was great. I was so happy to, to see that this was getting attention and, uh, you know, validation from, from, from mainstream media. But I knew all along, come on. I mean, <laughs> I knew all along they're not going to not investigate unknown objects, you know, whizzing around in our airspace. Of, of course, they have to. It's their job. This question of who controls the secrets, though, I mean, if we're looking beyond the government and we're now looking into the, the private sector, this idea of kind of quasi-government uh, and private industry working on the UFO phenomenon, it's clear that even incredibly rich and well-connected individuals didn't have access to any of this either because we saw in the 90s Lawrence Rockefeller lobbying Bill Clinton to try and get some UFO information declassified and released. And of course, Rockefeller didn't get much out of it. I mean, we had the Air Force rehash <laughs> the Roswell case again, yeah. saying yet again, it's another balloon. But I mean, this just went to show that someone like Lawrence Rockefeller couldn't get, amounts a, of money. Couldn't get a whiff no. of this information. He went on to say that, uh, that well, he wrote this report 
uh, you detail it in the film to world leaders, essentially saying it's conceivable that even the president himself is not briefed on matters classified above top secret. It's something we've discussed you know, almost endlessly on the show. It leads to this question of who controls the information. If it's not the high levels of government, if it's not, you know, the rich, well-connected billionaires, who is it, James? I know, you know, I, I used to think that when I first started this, this, this uh, journey I've been on, I used to think that I was going to quickly uncover the fact that, you know, all the elected representatives are in on it, the president's in on right. it. And I slowly came to the realization that's just simply not the case. And, and I could prove that in any court of law by documentation and, and testimonials. I mean, I interviewed for, Gerald Ford and Jimmy Carter and uh, all the people. So as you can hear for yourself, it's obvious Ben and Aaron are good friends and that they share a sincere, deep interest in the same areas of study. The boys present a myriad of paranormal topics and explore the details of each in an always well-researched and professionally produced show. But they also have a ball while they do it. For the barnacles, the term they use to affectionately refer to the non-subscribed listeners, their free show is of exceptional sound quality and production but they offer a higher bitrate option for subscribers. As a subscriber, you also get extra shows each week, access to the back catalogue, and discounts on show merch. So if you like the odd, the mysterious, and the conspiratorial, but can laugh at the genre and not take everything too seriously, then this is the show for you. Bigfoot impressions, Connie Nakamura updates, and interludes from elderly southerner YouTube stars. The show has a lot to keep you coming back. That is, besides the exceptionally well-presented topics and fun each week. Go give the boys a listen. You won't be disappointed. That's it for another review show. Remember, I'd love to hear from anyone who has suggestions about either of my shows, and if you would like to get in touch, I'm at my guest list pod pretty much everywhere you can look. Please rate and review where you can, or just tell someone about my show that you think might appreciate it. If you would like to further support the show, you can head on over to the show's Patreon page where the proceeds will be used to improve this show and most importantly used to give back to the podcasting community and directly support other indie podcasters. I'm looking to do a giveaway as soon as it's plausible, but it's probably not worth doing until I get a bigger listener base. But stay tuned for updates on this. Thanks for listening and I'll chat at you again next week.